Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled working mother who hit snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can follow a nutrition plan that supports their goals, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of their to-do list, and go to bed feeling fantastic about the day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle, and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. Now on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Carol Perlman, and I'm excited to bring you another episode today. So as I record this, it is end of November, and we are really entering the holiday season. We're wrapping up Thanksgiving and heading into the holiday buzz of December. So I thought, what better topic to discuss today than our habit of spending? And it's actually an episode that's been on my mind for a while. But as we got closer and closer to the holidays, I started thinking this is especially relevant. And so it's the perfect time to do this episode. And I'll tell you why this has been on my mind. So let's see if this is November. I think it was the end of August when I started taking a look at my credit cards and realize that they have gotten a lot higher in the past couple of years. And I always pay them off. Um, that's just our family philosophy is we, we put most things on the credit card to earn the miles and then we pay them off each month. But I've just noticed that, that you know, every month we spend or every year we spend more and more. And then if you just, you know, I know this is all because of inflation in large part, but everything is just so much more expensive now, and I was just tired of seeing this credit card statement look the way it was. And so I decided I also had a little honest moment with myself and realized I've been buying a lot of clothes in the past couple of years. I've really revamped my wardrobe and I don't regret it because it needed to happen, but it was kind of time to rein in the spending. And so I decided to go cold turkey and tell myself I am not doing any shopping for, I don't think I really gave myself an endpoint. I just went into September saying, I'm just not doing any shopping other than the necessities for our house and for my family, but I'm, I'm really going to try not to do any shopping for myself. And so I've been observing what that has been like for me and what I'm kind of learning in the process and wanted to share some thoughts with you today about our spending habits and how you can apply a lot of the same strategies that we've been talking about with regards to other domains of health, like nutrition and fitness and fun and creativity. We can apply a lot of the same strategies to our spending habit. And I think that is 100% under the umbrella of health habits because I heard this a while ago and I think it's very true. How we do money is how we do a lot of things. How we do money is how we do food is is really a lot of different things. And so I think it 100% is worth looking at it and it's all going to tie in together if you are someone who's really working on your health habits. So I want you to think about, so today I'm going to raise a lot of topics. 
And I'm going to try to get you thinking and I'm going to provide some answers, but I'm also going to leave a few things open-ended because I think the answers may have to lie within you. And I want to help you with this path of discovery to figure out what position you want to take for you. So you have heard me say this before when it comes to other health goals. The very first thing that you need to think about is what is your goal? Because your goal may be different from my goal, may be different from Susie's goal, may be different from Johnny's goal. And so it doesn't matter what other people's goals are. What matters is what goal makes sense for you. So as you go into the month of December and there's so much emphasis on shopping and we had Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday and oh my God, Wednesday, what have I done? Uh, You know, we still have lots of gifts to buy. You know, it's the season of exchanging gifts. And so I want you to first ask yourself the question, what is my goal 2022 holiday shopping? What is my goal? Am I going to not shop at all? And if I have to give a gift, make it a, you know, non-monetary homemade kind of gift? Or am I going to try to practice moderation? Or am I going to just go crazy and shop till shop till I drop, buy what I want, and then pick up all the pieces in January. Ironically, if you remember, this is the same thing that I said when we were talking the past two episodes about holiday meal food and alcohol consumption at the holidays. It's the same thing. You've got to ask yourself, what do I want the goal to be? Am I having none? Am I practicing moderation? Or am I just going to go crazy, have fun, and pick up the pieces afterwards? There's no right or wrong answer. It's all about what is going to make sense for you and where are you headed? So the other interesting thing, um, like I was saying, is that how you do money is how you do food and other things. So if you have been working on your nutrition goals and your fitness goals and other health goals, I hope you have been having success in many ways, but I'm sure, you know, everybody has struggles too. So as I'm thinking about it, it all comes down to the same muscle that you're applying in different ways. It's the muscle of discipline and the muscle of being able to look at long-term gratification versus short-term gratification. So maybe it is that you feel really strongly about your nutrition goals, but your financial goals or your shopping goals aren't super, super important to you right now, it still is an opportunity to practice this muscle because if it gets stronger in the shopping domain, it is only going to help you when it comes to other domains like the nutrition domain. So don't brush this off. Even if you're not necessarily concerned about your finances, I still think there's a lot of value in understanding the habit and your practice and your behaviors and what's behind them and working on this muscle that underlies all of these these, uh, different aspects of health. So let me ask you some questions when we think about spending habits and I want you to do some reflecting. So think back to whether it's the past year in general, the past couple months, or maybe it's the holiday time in general that you want to think about and ask yourself, what compels me to spend? Obviously, there are some things that are necessity. We have to buy food. We have to buy essentials for ourselves, our family, and our household. So obviously, there's going to be that that category. But you may answer this in a lot of different ways. Do you shop or spend just because it's fun? Does it satisfy another feeling? Does it give you some excitement? 
does it help you feel better about yourself in some way? Do you in some way compare yourself to other people and therefore feel like you're winning a little bit more if you're able to buy certain things? Or is there maybe a core feeling of deprivation, which can be there for lots of different reasons? And are you trying to address that by indulging yourself with things and with spending? That's a lot to think about, right? That's pretty heavy duty. What is motivating you as you spend? And you know what? You may not know this answer. And so it's something to just observe and pay attention to as you find yourself taking out your credit card or quick clicking uh, clicking away on websites you know, that already have your credit card information stored or taking out your wallet. Can you pause and just ask yourself, what is behind this purchase right now? Is it a necessity? Or is it addressing some kind of feeling? Is it giving me a feeling that I'm seeking? Or is it addressing some kind of negative feeling that I'm having? And just start to take note. And maybe you start a notepad in your phone and just start to write it down and see what you can observe in this little experiment. I'm going to guess that there are a lot of thoughts that go through your mind that are fueling how you feel and that fuel your behavior. This is the essence of cognitive therapy, which if you have been listening for a while, you know that that's my area of expertise, cognitive behavioral therapy. And this pattern, you know, what you think, the thoughts that you have in your head have a very powerful impact on how you, how you feel. And both of those have a very powerful impact on the behaviors that you take or don't take. And all of this works together to lead to an outcome. So we got to figure out what are the thoughts and feelings that underlie your spending? It is possible to have a lot of thoughts that um, that may evoke a lot of emotion for you. So I'm curious for you to think about, and I address this, it's actually another podcast episode. Um, I addressed this when it came to nutrition and it was the idea of deprivation and delayed gratification. I'll put in the show notes what episode that was. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm curious for you to think about what is your experience with hearing the word no? So go way back, go into childhood and think about what, what was the norm in your household when you wanted something? Were you often told yes? Were you often told no? As you got older, did you have the ability to say yes to yourself or were finances tight and you, you yourself had to continue to say no? When you think about more recent years, have you been in a position where you could say yes more? or where you had to say no more, maybe you went through a stressful time, and you had to say no more. Those two letters, that word no is really, really powerful. And it's totally normal to have a lot of feelings about being told no, or having to tell yourself no. And there may be a lot of thoughts that go behind that. So like anything, the more you can bring it into awareness, then the more you can understand the pattern and the more power you have to create a pattern that's going to work for you rather than have one kind of in the background subconsciously at play, thwarting your efforts without you really knowing it. So what I'm going, to, and I don't mean to get into sort of a therapy kind of podcast here, but these are just some really powerful questions to think about and some strategies that you can try to put into place. So one of the things that can help is to, I don't know if it's give yourself permission or maybe even give yourself a nudge to release the past and redefine your relationship with the word no, because it's very different. When you're a kid, you have no power 
And it's all the adults around you who are telling you yes or telling you no. You feel very vulnerable um, and very much at the mercy of what those adults around you are going to say. But it's a whole new ballgame as you get older and you become more independent and you have more autonomy, then you are the one making all these decisions for yourself. And so whatever happened in the past may be totally irrelevant because those inner uh, interpersonal dynamics are no longer relevant. It's now really a relationship between you and yourself. And it's more about the circumstances that you have in your own life right now. So I want you to give yourself permission and give yourself a nudge to release the past and make decisions based on who you are today and what your life circumstances are today. And to remind yourself, you're in control. You are the one who gets to set your goals, decide what they are, short, middle, and long-term goals. And then you are the one who gets to take the daily actions that are going to be necessary to get you there. So... You know, yes, what you do is going to have an impact on the people around you. So if you live with a family, if you share finances with other people, then your spending affects them and vice versa. Their spending is going to affect you. But what's really different is that your spending today in no way is going to affect the people who might have been saying to you, say no to you in the past. And so... You know, a lot of people, this comes up a lot when it comes to nutrition that, you know, people may have grown up in a household where there was really tight control over food and they were always heard no, they were always told no. And so now when they're out of that environment, they go kind of crazy because they're, they're, they want to make up for all that time when they couldn't indulge in the way that they wanted to. But the lesson to be learned is that it doesn't hurt the people who said no, it really only hurts you because you are the one, you know, controlling your life, you are living your life. So it's the same thing with spending, that whatever happened in the past is very separate from what's going on today. And the overspending that you may do today is in no way getting back at the people who may have said no to you in the past. It's really only going to hurt you and the family members that you may share finances with. So we got to think about what's going on in the present and who are the people today that are impacted by my spending. And then I'm going to say the same thing that I have said with regards to other nutrition and fitness goals, that we got to think about the long-term goal. You know, one of the things that separates us from kids and us from other mammals is that we're not defined by instant gratification. We have the cognitive capability to think long-term and to understand the long-term implications of our actions. So if we have a long-term goal, we're going to have to take daily action to get there. So from a financial standpoint, if you are trying to reach certain goals, if you want to pay off debt, if you want to move to a new house, if you want a new car, if you want to be able to go on vacation, you're in control of that, but you may need to make some decisions. I don't want to say sacrifices, but every decision that you make is going to affect that. So you may need to give up one thing or substitute one thing if you're trying to save for another but it feels very different if you if you process that through a lens of deprivation you're going to feel resentful and mad but you can flip that around and process that into a lens of choice i get to choose what i do with my money obviously we can't always choose everything at the same time so if i'm choosing for example this vacation then i may also choose to not buy new clothes for a couple of months so that i can get what i want but that's the key thing what what am i getting out of the situation because that's going to feel like a choice and a reward rather than deprivation and a punishment. 
Is this making sense? I hope so. I know this can feel kind of heavy duty, but I think these are really good things to be thinking about. So the next thing I want to ask you is, can you identify the feelings that you're having when that impulse to spend comes over you? So this might feel really hard. You might not be aware of it. And so it may take some practice and it may take some time to really try to notice it and ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling that that might be behind this impulse to spend? One of the best ways that I know to try to identify your feelings is to journal because sometimes we just don't know, but all of a sudden put pen to paper and just start writing. And it's amazing what spills out of your brain and the kind of clarity that you can get through your writing. So you may try journaling it or maybe try to talk it out. Think about who in your life is trustworthy and who could you pick up the phone uh, and call and just try to talk out what's going on in that moment and you might gain the clarity. So there are two different ways of looking at that. It's, are you feeling something in the moment that you're trying to address through shopping? Or are you feeling something in, well, I guess it's kind of coming out the same way. But, um, or are you needing something, needing to have a certain feeling that you don't have? Are you chasing a certain feeling that shopping is going to fulfill for you? So it may be, you know, so when you ask yourself that question, what, what do I really need? You know, am I feeling mad? Do I want, do I need to talk to someone? Do I need to be heard? Maybe I'm feeling stressed out and I need to relax. Maybe I need to do something fun. Um, you know, maybe I'm feeling bad about myself and I need to tap into my self-worth. So, you know, what is, what is this negative emotional state that you might be feeling that you're trying to mask by shopping? Or is there a positive feeling that you are seeking? So, you know, these winter months here in New England, they're feeling hard. They are dark and cold. And I don't know about you, but I'm going back to listen to that podcast that I did on adjusting to the time change and the lack of daylight, because I need to, I find myself working on this, you know, all week long as the afternoons are dark and long, and I'm really having to strategize and be intentional about how I spend my time. So it doesn't feel so, so boring and monotonous. So, you know, it's understandable that you may feel that you may feel kind of blah, you may feel bored. And oh, shopping, shopping is something that will pick me up. Shopping is, it's, you know, it's like a dopamine hit. It's a, it's that reward chemical in our brain. It's legitimate. It's a real thing. And so maybe you're looking for a little pick me up and shopping has worked in the past. However, it may also have the, the trade-off of creating some financial issues for you, but that feeling is valid. So if you're looking for some excitement, if you're looking to feel good, then maybe we got to think about how else can you do that? That's not going to also have some negative repercussions. So can you think about what are fun things you can do when you have that itch to spend? What else brings you joy? What else can give you that, that hit of dopamine? You know, I'm always going to say, move your body and that will always feel good and give you that dopamine that you want. But, um, you know, another, another interesting thing that you will notice as you really start to monitor some of this is that the feeling also passes. So when I think about how things have been going, you know, since I made this pledge to myself at the end of August, what I started to do was just adding things to card or adding them to a wish list. So I said, don't click spend right away. But, you know, I follow a lot of influencers on Instagram and I, I just, I like to look at style and look at cute outfits. And, you know, I might say, oh my gosh, that's so cute. I really feel like I need to have that. And I'll go find it at the store and put it in my cart. But then I'm pausing and saying, okay, don't click buy right now. Just leave it in your cart. And you know what? 
the feeling passes and I forget all about that. I don't even know what card it's in. And, you know, if something's really important, it's going to come back to you and you'll remember it days later. But I really haven't gone back to anything that I put in a cart because the moment passed and, you know, it didn't really feel that important. Um, so that's another option is to just try to delay things and see what happens. Make it a little bit harder to use your credit card. You know, some people even find that they have to delete. You know, you have that option to store your credit card number on various websites. You can even delete that. So now you have to get up. You have to go look for your credit card, come back, enter it. And that may buy you enough time to slow things down and ask yourself some of the questions that I went over. What am I feeling right now that's leading me to want to spend? So then the last thing I want you to think about is what is the reward for not spending? So as much as we are seeking dopamine, we are seeking to feel good, you can get that by actually not taking action. And I know I have felt really, really great about the ability I'd had. Somehow I found this muscle of restraint to stick to this promise. I just said, I'm just not buying clothes. And September, October, November went by. And I will say two things broke me. There was a really cute turquoise sweater that I saw uh, from Amazon and I broke down and bought that. And then I broke down. I have a friend who owns this really cute accessory company, um, Flirty Finds in New Jersey. And I broke down and got a cute little bag and this beautiful necklace. And I think there might've been one other thing in there. Uh, So those two things broke me in the past three months. But other than that, I did really, really great. So what is the reward? Well, if you are working towards a different financial goal, the reward is you're going to get closer to that and that is going to feel really amazing. And I want to introduce another idea for a reward. And you may have heard me say this before because this is one of the affirmations that I write out all the time. And it's the statement of, I honor the promises I keep, uh, uh, sorry, I honor the promises I made to myself. That is something I feel really strongly about. If I say I'm going to do something, then I really want to follow through on that and do it. And that gives me a lot of joy and a lot of pleasure in just knowing I said I was going to do it and I did, which is why the whole idea behind morning routines and the miracle morning, which you hear me talk about a lot, that's part of why that's so effective is because it gives you that win first thing in the morning. You said you were going to work up, you were going to wake up at a certain time. You said you were going to exercise in the morning. You said you were going to write out your gratitude. You said you were going to write out your affirmations. You said you were going to do some reading and work on personal development. And then you do it first thing in the morning and you can check that off and you already have that win that you did what you set out to do. And I don't know, I don't know about you. Personally, that makes me feel really good and that makes me really happy. And I hope that's something that makes you happy too. So I want you to consider adding that to your toolbox, rehearsing that affirmation. I honor the promises that I make to myself. And then when you find that you have to say no to yourself, when you have to restrict yourself on spending, it's because you are gaining something else. You are working towards another goal and you are going to give yourself that check mark, that pat on the back. You're going to feel good. You're going to get that dopamine hit because you are honoring the promise you kept to yourself. I'm going to leave you on that note. I know this was kind of heavy duty, but I hope that it was helpful and it gives you some insight into what may be, may be behind your spending habits. 
and gives you some good ideas on how to learn more about the thoughts and feelings that drive it and what you can do to make sure that your spending is aligned with your long-term goals and that you're strengthening that muscle that is also going to pay off in other health areas or other habits of your life. So as always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and how you put the principles into play. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll be back with another episode next week. Bye everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.